At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is v Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on v the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the v studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is v Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds, a live betting extravaganza to where if you don't have a bet leading up to the game, we'll try to find you one over the course of the next three hours. Make sure to find us on Twitter at VSIN Live is where you can tweet at the show. At Wes Reynolds One is where you can find Wes. At Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. And also use the hashtag VSIN Live Bet. If you have a bet or a question, we'll discuss it here on the show. Coming up, we got a busy night of basketball with a jam packed card, the ACC Big Ten Challenge. In its last year, headline tonight by Virginia, Michigan, and Ann Arbor. That'll be tipping off in moments from now. We'll also keep our eye on everything else going on in the country. Also, the association, the NBA, is going to give us a couple of games in the national TV window. Warriors, Mavericks currently in progress. Clippers, Trailblazers at the top of the hour. Then later in the second hour, we're going to hit some college football. Tonight, we got the penultimate college football playoff rankings in the top 25. Where's the value on the board in the national title market and the make the playoffs market as well? We'll discuss that. Also, a recap of the live betting swings from week 12 in the National Football League. But first, Wes, is there a live bet that we can make? right now yeah i'm looking here uh looking here to see what we got we've got some of these games uh going down to the wire uh not so much in louisville by the way the big 10 finally going to get on the board they were owing to last night Pitt Ding. easily beats northwestern and then virginia tech over minnesota but 
Louisville, uh, uh, tough times uh, for the mm-hmm. Cards. They, they might be the worst team. I call it the power six in college basketball because you, you include the Big East, I think, in that, yep. as well as the five football <laughs> conferences. But, yeah, this, this, is, this is a dark time for the uh, Louisville basketball program. They are down 79 to 52, about a minute and a half left to go. Clemson also up on Penn State, 69-64, 44 seconds left to go. That late in the game, I don't think they have a live price. They do have a live price, however, at with Syracuse, Illinois, 10-26 yes. left to go. Lower scoring game than I think a lot of people anticipated. Illinois up 43-33, minus 12.5, 116.5. And look, uh, this Illinois team, I maintain when, when people ask me who the best team is in the Big Ten, I'm like, well, the most experienced team is Indiana. The... Uh, you know, the team that I think has got the best resume right now is Purdue. Mm-hmm. And the team that probably has talent for talent, the most talent might be Illinois. So the Big Ten, not a lot was made of the Big Ten, but they have shown out early in the season, even though they're about to go down uh, maybe three to one. It would be three to two if Illinois can hang on here in the challenge. So, you know, your last year you want to win this challenge. And I believe that they're going to do an ACC SEC. That's yes. that seems like the future, which means maybe a Big Ten, Big Twelve. They already do Big Ten, Big East with the Gabbitt games, uh, which they've already done this year. So, you know, they'll they'll be something doing. But I'm a little sad to see it go. The ACC Big Ten, oh, yeah. it's been around, uh, you know, for so many years. Uh, a lot of years, ACC they had a several year run. You know, when Duke was really on top. Not that they're not on top now, but uh, Duke and Carolina and, uh, you know, Virginia, and they had so many good teams. Mm-hmm. And plus the ACC. Added they had a bunch Maryland. Of teams. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you, you had a Syracuse. And, I mean, it's not the old ACC Big Ten challenge, of course. But, yeah, uh, I you know, I like seeing these matchups early in the season, Femi. I like seeing these. The multi-team events that are run well, we won't talk about that women's event that was held here in town. That Ooh. was an absolute disaster where girl was down, had to wait 40 minutes for the paramedics to arrive on the Las Vegas Strip on a Saturday night. Hey, guys, there's traffic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but, but these multi-team events, the good ones, the well-run ones, like the PK Legacy, the Phil Knight thing mm-hmm. up in Portland, he's not going to put his name on something awful. Uh, the Maui, Maui Invitational. You know, the, the battle for Atlantis, battle for Atlantis uh, the Jimmy V, which will be in a couple weeks in Madison Square Garden. So, you know, you want to play in these multi-team events because you want to test yourself because these are teams that you could see in the tournament. Like we've got another one, not part of the Big Ten ACC Challenge, but an early upset at least. And, I, and I'm on I'm on the Marquette side. I know Tim was on it. I believe Matt mm-hmm. Humans was on it. I took plus six Marquette all over Baylor 30 to 14. Minus eight and a half are the Marquette Golden Eagles, 158 and a half on the total. And look, Shaka Smart, when he was at Baylor, actually went two and 10 against Scott Drew. They just, they. When was that, Texas? Yes, yes. When he was at Texas, he's got different personnel now because Baylor has that no middle switch and deny. Same thing, Texas Tech and Beard and Mark Adams ran and runs it also at Texas. Baylor had really good guards against, against pressure you know, Shaka's pressure that he ran down there. But Shaka can get some matchups. He's got some big wings that he can get switched on to these Baylor guards, and he is doing it so far tonight. Of course, it helps when you make 13 of your last 14 field goal attempts, which Marquette has done. They are all over the Baylor Bears, but I don't think Baylor is out of this just yet. I was going to say, because obviously you took the points there. You got plus six with Marquette. Given how this has started out here, would you be interested 
and potentially kind of setting up a middle here and betting Baylor at plus eight or plus mm-hmm. eight and a half or whatever they end up being right now. I mean, they're trailing by 20. Yeah, they're, <laughs> it's 11 game. and a half. But, I'm going to wait a couple minutes, but I would be, I think, because Marquette, Marquette is just, I got I to look at these shooting percentages. I was looking they got to be off the charts. It hasn't been, I mean, from the field it has been. So from three-point range, only three of eight, but they're 15 of 22 from the mm-hmm. field. So everything inside the arc, they're just nailing it. Yeah, 68% right now. 15 of 22 overall from the field. Baylor at only 42%. Marquette, you know, staying in there on on the glass. But it's really the turnovers for Baylor. Baylor's already got Mm -hmm. eight turnovers, only one for Marquette. So, you know, you look at this. I got to think that Baylor's going to make a little bit of a run. Uh, Still incorporating some new personnel are the Baylor Baylors, of course, uh, one guy that was a uh, former personnel I'm seeing right now in an Illinois uniform, and that would be Matt Mayer, who uh, transferred out of the Baylor program. Oh, did he program. cut the mullet? I believe he yeah, did. He, he yeah, I, I, wow. I was looking for the mullet. Uh, yeah, he's, yes, not, he's not rocking he, the mullet he, anymore. He has cut his hair. He is it's like uh, a new person. He's, he's, got, he's got the mustache, though. Yeah, he's, he's got the mustache. He's cut the mullet. He's wearing a T-shirt. I mean, what's, but what but is this, is, this is a little bit of a different Baylor team, of course, with not only Mayer transferring with uh, uh, James Kinjo, uh, of course, now gone. Uh, uh, Jeremy Sochan went into mm-hmm. the NBA draft. So, Spurs. Yeah, he was a one and done, the kid out of England. So you had a lot of personnel changes. So that means you got to have new guys and new roles on this team for Baylor. And, uh, you know, you're seeing them down. And, and Shaka, by the way, in his second year at Marquette, you show that improvement your first to your second year. And now he seems to kind of have maybe some of his recruits and because he's going to bring that system and he can run maybe a little more havoc in the big East than he can run in the big 12, because the big 12, you're talking about a step up in athletes when he was with VCU and they were in the CAA and then now the a 10. So, you know, it's tough to run that against these really good guards in the big 12, but now he can incorporate that system up in Milwaukee. So at the under eight timeout, Baylor's catching 12 and a half right now. The totals at one sixty and a half. Baylor getting back into this game, clearly they're going to need to get some stops. <laughs> we, we do that. It goes without saying to get back into this basketball game. But do you think that it would tend to potentially going over if Baylor were to get back into the team? Yeah. Do you think that this is an under kind of situation? Oh, oh, oh absolutely. Think yeah. yeah, I think it's. I think this is heading over. I think Baylor eventually, water's going to find its level. They're going to make a few shots. But mm-hmm. they're really struggling with this havoc, though. They're turning it over. And that's what's generating these easy the baskets for yeah. Marquette because they're getting runouts. And, you know, that's why you're shooting 68% from the floor right now. Yeah, uh, that game is uh, it's fascinating. The yeah. number six team in the country right now, Baylor, according to the AP poll, getting taken to the woodshed against the Marquette Golden Eagles. Also in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, Wake Forest, Wisconsin, that game underway. Still early on, Wisconsin leading at 8-7. to seven. Yeah. Right now, Lang, 6.5 total at 136. I took half. Wake plus 7, minus $1.20 in that game. So, uh you know, Wisconsin, I think, is due from some of this. The, the, the opponents, it's not that the Badger defense has been bad, but if you look at the numbers, it's like, man, you would think that, that they're the greatest defense ever with some of the shooting that's happened against them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got to look at the, when you look at, like, the shot quality and you look at Haslam metrics or Ken Palm or the Bartorvik, and I recommend looking at all of those, and there's some others out there, hoop math as well. Wisconsin 11th right now in adjusted efficiency and then 12th in effective field goal percentage at 41.5%. Uh, Teams are only shooting 23% against this team from outside the arc. And you saw that a little bit down in the battle for Atlantis. I believe they finished uh, third place. They beat Dayton, lost to Kansas in overtime, a game they really probably should have won. And then Pettiford with that tip in at the end because they absolutely defended Kansas very well. And then they beat USC. So 
I thought Wake Forest, uh, Steve Forbes' guys, they didn't make the NCAA tournament last year. They were good enough to make it, but their schedule, their non-conference schedule, because he had a young team coming out of COVID, so, you know, kind of scheduled Cream Puff City, Cupcake <laughs> City, if you will, and that ended up keeping them out of the tournament when they got upset by BC. But this Wake Forest team, I think, is solid. This is their first test of the season, but they do add a transfer here in uh, Tyree Appleby, who was at Florida. Davian Williamson is another senior guard. So he's got a little more experience on this team. I think Steve Forbes is a really good coach. And I took Wake uh, plus seven, minus 120 at Wisconsin. High scoring game so far, not even the first TV timeout at 10 to 10. That definitely does favor Wake Forest, I yes. think, if this is a more up-tempo game. Yeah, I'm looking at a live total of 142.5. I'm like, this must not be a Wisconsin game here because they're right. typically playing in those 120s. It's kind of how they like to play basketball. Mm-hmm. That whole Bennett ball being out there in Wisconsin as well. Um, Georgia Tech and Iowa going on right now in Iowa City. They we're tied up at two, just two minutes into that contest. Right now the Hawkeyes laying 15.5 total at 144.5. Was there anything for you in this game? Uh, I, I leaned over. I ended up not playing anything on this. But uh, maybe yeah. maybe an end game over here. Iowa certainly can score. Oh yeah, and uh, you know they're not as skilled, but they're a little more physical this year. Yeah, then they have a uh, Chris Murray. I believe like Keegan Murray's yes. twin brother. Fran just finds yeah. a new guy. How are we going to replace Luca Garza? Keegan well, Murray. Keegan Murray. How are we going to replace Keegan Murray? Maybe it's his brother, Chris with, Murray. With, with somebody with the exact same DNA. Yes. <laughs> how we're going to replace Keegan yes. Murray there. Uh, so that Iowa Hawkeye team in a contest with the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Coming up on the other side, the. Prime time Big Ten ACC challenge game. Virginia and Michigan will break it down right now. The Cavaliers, four point favorites in the consensus line, total 128.5. Is there any value on the side or total? We discuss that next here on VSIN Live Bet Tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're A figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. 
It, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. The VSIM Cyber Monday deal has been extended. Some in the streets are calling it a Cyber Tuesday. Sign up today to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, and you will get a daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that you'll see where the money and bets are moving for every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store. And the VEASAN store, it's a great place to shop for the VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is an extended Cyber Monday offer and it's not going to last long, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is vcin Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out on a uh, sweater weather Tuesday mm-hmm. here in Las Vegas. <laughs> right now, the game that's actually in overtime between Penn State and Clemson would make for an interesting matchup on the gridiron. Also interesting on the hardwood yeah. as we're tied at 71 here uh, at last posting the Nittany Lions. Plus 800 on the money line, Clemson, minus 2,000. We'll see if we get something reposted for the spread or yeah, the total. And, and look, this might be, you mentioned the gridiron, this might be a New Year's Six. Didn't both of those teams, uh, weren't they both in the top 10 somehow, tonight? Somehow so, Clemson's uh, in there. Yeah, they're they're in there. This might be a New Year's Six. But uh, Andrew Funk, by the way, with the tying three here, the uh, St. Joe transfer with five seconds left to go. Uh, Clemson had had a lead here. It looked like Clemson was going to get home. They were. I actually was considering them a little bit on the money line. This was seventy to sixty four with about thirty seconds left to go, and Penn State somehow, some way, gets it in the overtime. Uh, you know, Penn State's uh, been an improved team this year. They played very solid down in that uh, mm-hmm. Charleston tournament. Uh, uh, Jalen Pickett, usually their top man, but it's Seth Lundy tonight with twenty and ten. Clemson big guy PJ Hall uh, just thirteen and three. He is not 100%. He's kind of their really their best player, but this is a big this is a big year for Brett Brownell down there in Clemson, you know, because Clemson is kind of always the same team, Femi. It's like they always kind of get to like 18 wins, never really good enough. Every once in a while, maybe they'll make a tournament, but you know, they've never they're never bad, but they're never with the big boys. But this would be a nice win in the challenge. Penn State's uh, been in a surprising early six and one. 
And I don't think they're going to win the Big Ten, but I think they're going to be a dark horse at least maybe to finish in the top six or top seven because everybody kind of had them 10th, 11th, mm-hmm. maybe 12th. But they're a lot better in Micah Shrewsbury's second year as coach. Yeah, so far they're making a pretty good accounting of, them, of themselves, I should say, uh, this season. Speaking of which, you mentioned the Big Ten, the teams who might be the best in that conference. You mentioned Illinois is potentially the most talent Mm-hmm. In the Big Ten, they're up 58-37, to 37, yeah, under yeah. seven minutes to go in that game, laying 22.5, total 118.5. It has been all Illini mm-hmm. against the Orange. Yeah, this Syracuse team, I, I had mentioned, I think about a week or two ago, they were trying to experiment with some man, but now they're going back to the base 2-3 zone that Bayheim's always run, maybe a little bit of 1-3-1 as well. But this was like a 10-point game when we came in here. Illinois has made 10 threes, but they've taken 36 because, look, that's what you want them to do in a 2-3 is take a bunch of threes. Illinois has taken 36 threes tonight of their 60 shots. But, you know, Syracuse uh, over the weekend, I know they've been dealing with like a little flu bug. A lot of these teams have been. Syracuse, of course, lost at home to Bryant. And remember, there was a little kerfuffle not only during the game between uh, Judah Mintz and uh, uh, Doug Eater. Yeah. Remember him for yeah. Tate Peters? Uh, they were both, slapping each yeah, other. Yeah, they were, they were both doing like a three stooges, slapping each <laughs> other in the face. And then uh, slaps. Jim Beheim <laughs> and uh, Bryant coach Jared Grasso got into it. Jim Beheim kind of tried to be a little coach almighty and lecture Jared Grasso. And Jared Grasso was like, man, I'm not going to kiss the ring. I'll be, yeah. I'll be respectful, but I'm not going to kiss the ring. It's like your guys started it here. So Syracuse loses to Bryant. They're on their way to another loss tonight. Jim Bayheim, I believe this is his 48th year. He's trying to get to 50. I thought yeah. last year he might retire after Jimmy and Buddy, his two sons, were done. But obviously they lost a lot of personnel. And uh, a battle of orange and blue, and it's the orange crush of the Illini all over the Q's with 530 left to go. Well, also in the game that you bet, you took the plus seven with the Demon Deacons of Wake Forest. They lead right now 19-14 against Wisconsin. Under 14 minutes to go in the first half. There's still plenty of time until halftime. But uh, the Badgers now laying two and a half total, 141 and a half. You talked about this pace not being really conducive to the Mm -hmm. typical Wisconsin kind of a game here. Um, Based on how you're sitting right now with that plus seven, I'm sure you're feeling good. Still yeah. plenty of time left to go. Yeah, I, 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 think it's in a, I think it's in a good spot, at least early on. But that's the thing about Wisconsin, and they were picked like eighth or ninth uh, this year in the Big Ten, and I think that's really? probably right. But it's like, how can you pick them there? Because they always surpass expectations. Yeah. And that's what they did last year. Nobody thought they were going to do anything. They end up winning the regular season in the Big Ten, being the number one seed in the Big in the Big Ten tournament. But they had a lot more experience, and you know, it also helps that you had a, a lottery pick and Johnny Davis mm-hmm. that helped. And they had Brad Davison, a, a super senior who'd been there forever. So now, you know, new guys got to kind of take over here. Uh, uh, Tyler Wall, Chucky Hepburn. They have another seven footer, another freshman, Connor Asijian uh, from the state of Indiana. So. Wisconsin, they're just a team you always give the benefit of the doubt, Femi, that they're going to figure it out. And I think eventually that they are. But I just liked Wake tonight. I just felt that Wisconsin maybe was a little bit overpriced because they surpassed expectations, I think, down in that battle for Atlantis. They really probably should have won the whole shebang. I don't know if they would have beaten Tennessee in the final, which Kansas, of course, did not. But they really should have beaten Kansas in that uh, Thanksgiving Day game. All right, well, while we have a little bit of time here, Wes, let's get to the game that's about to tip off in about 10, 15 minutes or so in Ann Arbor. Virginia taking on Michigan, and right now I'm seeing the consensus line. Virginia four-point road favorites, total 128.5. We've seen a little bit of movement toward the under. I'm even seeing a a 4.5 in the market in terms of the side. 
at the South Point in favor of Virginia. So some interest coming in on the Cavaliers and also interest on the under. How do you see this yeah, one? Yeah, I, I was going to wait for an in-play here because it was right around my number. UVA has been shooting the three very well, so maybe there's regression coming, but it's it's not just shooting the ball well. It's getting good shot selection. It's getting open threes. And I thought UVA, and we I know you and I and our, our, our former now producer, Aaron mm-hmm. Oster, were talking about you know, the ACC, like we really like Virginia a little bit this yeah. year. And and I do because I felt last year was a blip on the radar screen. We know what they want to do defensively. They pay, play that pack line defense, which means, okay, they're not going to give you anything at the rim, but they're going to give you some threes, and you got to see if you can make them. And look, Virginia has already beaten Baylor and Illinois. Those are two monster wins that they got out here at that, what was that, that Continental Tire main event over at the T-Mobile yeah. uh, during Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, Michigan... Their, their trouble right now is they only have one jump shooter, and that's Jawan's older son, Jet Howard. You know, Dickinson is going to get double down low. So these guards, he's going to have to be a facilitator, you know, be a rebounder and pass back out of the double teams, and Michigan's going to hit some threes. This is the first true road game, though, for Virginia, but they've already played very good games. Michigan, Michigan, you really look at them. They have been up and down so far this season. Uh uh, uh, went over Purdue Fort Wayne. Remember, Eastern Michigan took him to the limit mm-hmm. with Imani Bates, and then they go to Pittsburgh and shoot, or, or they play Pittsburgh in that Empire Challenge or whatever it was called, and shoot the lights out. And then Arizona State beats them by twenty-five. They hang on against Ohio in overtime. Uh, they only beat Jackson State by ten, who hasn't won a game, who's ranked in the three hundreds and all the Ken Palms and all that stuff. So. Uh, I don't think Juwan and, and Phil Martelli know what they have with this Michigan team yet. Maybe they usually figure it out come conference play, but they're not going to know right now. So I had no play on this game just because Virginia's first road game, you know, I want to see how they're going to react because probably going to be a good crowd at the Chrysler Arena tonight up in Ann Arbor. So I'm waiting to see. I leaned Virginia, but I didn't want to lay that on the road. Yeah, and I don't blame you either. Um, I have no bet in the game, but I wouldn't be looking to lay it either with Virginia. But we've talked about some of these teams, some that have been impressive, like Purdue. Uh, they've looked like one of the better teams in the country. But Virginia, where do they stack up among the elite teams in college basketball up until this point? Now, it's not a large sample size. It's only about six to nine games or so into the season for most of these teams. But where would you put Virginia right now as we sit here today? Oh. Well, they're ranked number three in the country, but, you know, keep in mind with these rankings, you know, like we always say with college football, they come out too early. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is just because that's what you've seen, like with these future markets, and that's something we could use, like, for a pro tip. Keep an eye on these early tournaments, like we saw in the PK Legacy. UConn and Purdue's odds got slashed to win it all and to Mm -hmm. cut down down the nets in Glendale, Arizona at the Final Four, so... You know, you got to watch out for that because markets react. So if you didn't really get a portfolio before the season in terms of a futures market, there's always time, whether it's for the NCAA championship or just to make it to the final four or win a conference. There's always like time. But I mean, I think Virginia probably based on beating Illinois and Baylor, two very good teams that, you know, they're probably a top five ranking is legit. I think you could make a case for several of these teams. I know they're like fourth in the Ken Palm, so they're right around there. So, yeah, I think you got to give Virginia credit for what they've done so far. I don't know if they're the third best team in the country, though. 
Yeah, that's what you're asking. No, they've been terrific. I think they've probably been the most impressive team, just balanced overall. Them and Purdue them and probably Purdue, yeah. have the two best resumes right now because they had a beefed-up early schedule. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes that's not going to even out because sometimes you're going to have a team that gets a bunch of wins. Hey, I got a lot of young team. I got a, I got a lot of freshmen. I got to play, you know, these guarantee, these buy games, you know, to get them some experience. So that's one thing you got to keep in mind when you're evaluating all these teams is schedule strength and weakness. Yeah. It's early in college basketball, but we're happy that it is alive and well. ACC Big Ten Challenge going to be a lot of the show tonight, but also on the other side, we'll get you a halftime market of Baylor and Marquette. Golden Eagles flying early in that game. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Calling all soccer fans to lace up your boots with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. With the World Cup in full swing, now is the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log in to Bet Rivers every single match day and get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. How about our boys over in Qatar, the Stars and Stripes, mm-hmm. advancing to the round of 16 Saturday, yeah, er, er, taking on the Netherlands. Early morning, man. Uh, 7 a.m. Get, getting up uh, uh, for a sporting event with the with uh, the Dutch as a favorite. I feel like I'm getting up for the F1 races uh, with Max Verstappen. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's exactly what it's going to feel like, obviously. Uh, Team USA, we're going to see yeah, if uh, Pulisic will be back. Pulisic, and, uh, he has a uh, pelvic contusion is what it was described as when he scored the goal. <laughs> so uh, we'll see if that, he plays. That, Hopefully that, he plays. That sounds painful. I Very mean, painful. Uh, yeah, when I saw, you know, I thought he, he got hit uh, a little bit lower yes. uh, in the region there. I was like, it, you know, that was the most painful groin shot I've seen since Hans Molman in The Simpsons. Remember the man getting hit in the football with groin <laughs> for the uh, movie contest? Homer Simpson, give that man the $10,000. <laughs> But anywho, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is going to be. Uh, there was another injury, I believe, that yep. came out. For... Uh, Josh Sargent. Yes. The, uh, the forward up top mm. there for U.S. also uh, banged up his knee. That they, one looked a little bit kind of gruesome. They made it a very stressful morning as I'm le- eating Ooh. my late breakfast. I was like, okay, Burkhalter, what what are we doing here? I don't know what uh, yeah. little Gio Reina, I know he's had some injury issues. He must I don't know what he's do done. He's done you wrong, man. <laughs> He's in the doghouse because for some reason he can't see the field. I was like, field. did he break up with your daughter or something? I don't know what's going on. I'm like, what can this guy do? As uh, uh, yeah. Let me get a quick update, by the way, of this NBA game because uh, I believe, uh, did Spencer Dinwiddie, I believe he got, got sent called. to the locker room. for. Uh, they ejected him? Yeah, yeah. There he goes uh, to the locker Whoa. room here. This is 94 to 93, by the way, as, uh, as uh, the uh, satellite is now yeah. having some difficulties. So, Dallas minus two and a half, two thirty-eight and a half on the total. I have the Mavs actually at plus two. They close pick them uh, minus one. But Dinwiddie uh, apparently caught pool with a flagrant with an elbow to the face, and we were kind of joking, looking at this over the break, like. We've seen uh, Jordan Poole take bigger hits than that <laughs> yes. in practice. And there was no ejection. Right no, in his there, jaw. There, there was a suspension, I guess. And that, and that was a fist and not a tricep in into your face. But nevertheless, 96-93, plenty of time left, 10-21 left to go. I believe Luka and Golden State going to go to the line to try to get an and one here. I believe Luka won away from a triple-double. I'm just looking at the box score. Mm-hmm. He's got 32, and uh, he's got 10 rebounds and 9 assists. So... 
guessing he is he's already played 30 minutes so probably going to be out for a couple more minutes I don't see him out there yet on the floor but nevertheless Dallas going to have to do without Spencer Dinwiddie as he got sent to the so showers. was that a uh, his second flagrant one or it, it, was it a flagrant two it, it, it look flagrant two it must have been it was a flagrant two is what was called. Really? Yeah, so Spencer Dinwiddie uh, was ejected for that. I didn't know if he had got something earlier in the game, but. Wow. That's that's kind of surprising. Yeah. As we also had an ejection in the Syracuse-Illinois game, but that game is pretty much over. Mm-hmm. They're uh, one of the Syracuse big men uh, ejected. The, the Syracuse player has been getting in a lot of kerfuffles. Uh, they got in one with Brian, of course, mm-hmm. with uh, – with uh, uh, the the prince of last year's NCAA tournament, Doug Eater, from uh, who was from St. Peter's, now was playing for uh, Jared Grasso at Bryant. But uh, yeah, Syracuse, Syracuse, taking uh, getting taken to the woodshed here by the Illini. Also got a game going down to the wire up in Clemson as the Tigers and the Penn State Nittany Lions in the close game in OT, 83-81. Nittany Lions leading it with 20.2 seconds to go. Uh, I believe all the live markets have been taken off the board. In this contest, as I refresh my computer here, at last posting I saw uh, nothing on the spread or on the total. And the most recent money line, now this one you can't even bet on it, but the most recent one, Clemson minus 120, Penn State minus 110. Mm-hmm. So pretty much a coin flip here as we are going to play out the final 20 seconds or so. But these two teams, man, it's been an entertaining game. Yeah. Nobody can really pull away yeah, from the other It's been the, the best here. game of the challenge so far. Obviously, we're not even halfway done with it yet. But yeah. would be a nice win for uh, for Penn State uh, going forward. Uh, Penn State, by the way, uh, going to open next week. We are going to already start to get Big Ten games this weekend, Femi. Are you serious? The first weekend of December, Indi- like my alma mater, Indiana, they got to go to Rutgers. Uh, uh, Penn State is going to have Michigan State at home and then have to go to Illinois uh, the uh, following Saturday, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. But this would be a very nice win for the Nittany Lions, who have uh, been shooting very well to start the season, 42% from the three. That's seventh best in the country. And there's a reason why they're taking over half their shots from three, because they're making them. Yeah, this game is obviously soared over the total since we're in overtime. Total closed 132. And there's 164 right now on on the board between these two teams. Also, uh, the Nittany Lions, they went off as two-point dogs. So we'll see if they can go ahead and uh, keep that going there. Because we always say under, overtimes where the dog goes to die. But apparently, yes. the dog is barking loud. Uh, Clemson had like a seven-point lead with 50 seconds left to go in regulation. So uh, mm-hmm. this is, uh, would not be a good loss for Brad Brown now, Ooh. who I don't know how Ooh. hot the seat is. It's at least a little bit warm. I think Clemson obviously wants to compete with the big boys in that conference and basketball uh, certainly are, are getting enough resources uh, because of that football program uh, that they've been doing pretty well as now we are in a final score in Champaign, Illinois, 73 to 44, mm-hmm. Illinois, all over the Syracuse Orange. Tied at two in the ACC yes. Big Ten Challenge. We could be, could, could be a switch here, a big switch up to three mm-hmm. to two. It looked like it was going to be three to two ACC. And then, of course, uh, uh, three games late in the challenge tonight. And then uh, when we go to tomorrow, got some really big matchups. Tomorrow will be a lot of fun. Uh, but we are at halftime between Baylor and Marquette. And like we always say on our show, halftime is game time here on VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Marquette, what a first half against the number six team in the country, 51 to 25. So they built up a 26-point lead. You're on Marquette plus six. Hell, you might not even need those points at <laughs> the rate that this is going. Uh, but right now, for the second half, Baylor, eight-point favorites, total 80 yeah. and a half. And I think that this is going to get bad. There are still some seven and halves out there. I think mm-hmm. this is going to close eight, maybe eight and a half. 
market-wide. Baylor uh, uh, shooting 50% from the floor, but only 10 of 20 because Marquette is shooting 57%, but they are 21 of 37. And why are they getting so much more shot attempts? Because Baylor has 16 turnovers in the first half. In one half. Yes, and and, Mar- and Marquette, you know, with this pressure and havoc. Uh, and and it's not like necessarily Scott Drew and his, and his staff have not seen this before. They ran a modified version of it at Texas. I mentioned that uh, Scott Drew... Uh, at Baylor was 10 and two against Shaka when Shaka was coaching down in Austin. But uh, the turnover is a real problem uh, for Baylor who only turns it over on 16% of their possessions. I'd be interested to see what that is. It's a lot higher than 16% tonight. This is the number two adjusted offensive efficiency in the country. albeit short sample size, only five games, but yeah, ba- Baylor looks all out of whack, man. I may just, you know, think, okay, can I hang on here? Do I really want to mess around and try to middle? Sometimes I do, but... Because that's the thing. It's, this this could be like a 30 turnover night for Baylor. It could be. And the knee-jerk reaction would be to, all right, let me go ahead and lay the seven and a half or eight because Baylor can't possibly lose by 26. Mm-hmm. But they could. They, they could lose by 40 if they keep playing poorly like yeah. this. Is this a situation to where, hey, this team, it just might not be their night and Marquette, Maybe they start to hit a bunch of threes, and that continues in the second half. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I mean, know if I really I, want to go ahead and I back think Baylor. That, you know, and 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 Marquette is six of 37.5 percent. That's pretty solid from the three. So maybe the shooting per se is going to regress, but mm-hmm. they're getting easy shots too. They're getting shots at the rim uh, because of these turnovers. So you're getting runouts, and you're getting layups, and you're getting dunks, and you're getting to the foul line a little bit, uh, and, and you actually haven't really gotten there that much, only three of three, but, yeah, I don't know if I want to get involved. I'm, I'm gonna, maybe I'm going to take my chance that a 26 plus a six-point spread lead <laughs> can is going to hold up, but you <laughs> never know. I mean, this isn't the NBA. In the NBA, it's like that ain't holding oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, the game somebody, hasn't somebody's making a run in yeah. the fourth quarter. Yeah, the game hasn't started if this was the like, NBA. Like I, like I saw that last night when I had that uh, Pacers second half against the Lakers. Down 17 in the fourth quarter on a back-to-back, even though it was in the same building in the Crypto.com out in L.A. It's like 17. Boy, they chipped at that lead. And Nemhard from Gonzaga. Yeah, shout out to Andrew Nemhard. Pacers, by the way, very fun to watch. Uh, fun league pass team, 12-8. and eight. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, I don't know how he made that bullet of a pass, and they got that shot off. But He's a hell of a player, man. But the purple and gold, uh, Lake Show took a loss last night. Uh not 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 very happy about that either, blowing a 17-point lead. Real quick, though, on the Baylor-Marquette second-half total, sitting at 80-and-a-half, as high as 81, as low as 80, anything for you there on the total? Mm, would lean over, but I think I'm going, I'm going to uh, stay out of this. As uh, We're waiting to uh, watch some of this and update you on some of this Wake Forest-Wisconsin, but Penn State and Clemson, by the way, they have other ideas because they are going double overtime. P.J. Hall with the layup here, five seconds left to go. All tied at 83 down in Death Valley. So the game that will never end in Death Valley between Penn State and Clemson. Uh, we'll keep our eyes on double OT. And then also we'll have uh, an update on Virginia and Michigan as we are underway in Ann Arbor. They're the number three team in the country up in Big Ten territory. Can they get it done? They're off to a pretty good start so far. We'll discuss that on the other side. This is Vsin Live Bet Tonight.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is BSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Live Bet Tonight is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for. But Zen Nicotine Pouches, hey, they might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com today. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. A fun game going on in the association down in Dallas between the Golden State Warriors and Dallas Mavericks. Midway through the fourth quarter, Dallas leads at 103-101. Mavs now laying one and a half in-game total up to 236.5. You can get the Warriors plus 105 on the money line. Yeah, I, I have Dallas uh, plus two minus $1.20. Uh, they did... Uh, Go ahead and uh, and get bet. They closed, I think, one everywhere. It might have been a couple picks here. Is uh, uh, Luca going to try to post up Steph, but gets a fadeaway in uh, Golden State now with the uh, basketball. So this is this is this is going to go back and forth. Obviously, Dallas went on this really bad run. I think they were like one thirteen and one in their last. Yeah, I saw JDT tweet I, I read that this morning. <laughs> yeah. And they finally broke that streak as Clay hits a three and give the Dubs a lead. Uh, six minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. But you know, Golden uh, Dallas obviously this was the team that you know Golden State eliminated them from the Western Conference Finals last year. So uh, you know, the the thing about Dallas though, you know, they lose Jalen Brunson and they really didn't replace him. So like everything has got to run through Luca, and Luca certainly has done his part tonight, but. I mentioned this about Dallas, even though I took them the night, you know, because there's just little different situations here. But long term on Dallas, I am a little bit worried at how they play, because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of this is one on one. A lot of this is iso ball and, you know, not moving without the basketball. And it's like you you lose Brunson and you didn't really bring anybody in for him. And, uh, you know, that's a good player that you're losing now playing for New York. By the way, the uh, New York Knicks with a monster win over Detroit tonight. Detroit, I know, is playing shorthanded. But 141-10, Knicks over the Pistons. uh, Favorite minus four in the over 226. Get there very easily. But I think I saw some of the Dallas. They signed Kemba Walker. Yeah. So so, so they need somebody. They're using him to be that Brunson kind of guy. They need somebody for offense, uh, you know. And I think there's a reason why. And, look, Walker – was on his couch. I mean, took the buyout. By the way, he is not playing as of yet yeah. for the Mavs. Uh, so I don't even know if he's reported the camp yet. But, I, you know, Dallas, I, I, I think it's a lot of this is like dribble, isolation. Mm-hmm. And look, you got one of the best guys in the world in Luka Doncic, so you can get away with that. A lot of it is threes. A lot of it is, you know, not necessarily it's, getting it's, to the rim. It's predictable. Dallas, yeah, they're easy <laughs> to defend. Yeah. And, and, and they don't really have – a lot of, you know, big guys that really play like true big guys. I know this is the era where you don't have a lot of true post guys, but their center is is Dwight Powell. You know, that was their starting center tonight. And, of course, they play Kleber, but Kleber's more of a big guy that mm-hmm. shoots the outside. Uh, JaVale McGee they have for defense, but he's not a guy that's going to be a 30-, 40-minute player. Yeah, I wouldn't foresee that either. Dallas, to me, they, they feel like a very much a regular season team or yeah. on a night-to-night basis. Yeah, like teams are not going to really catch on, and Luka's going to do his thing because he's a special player. But when you get to those seven-game series and teams can actually mm-hmm. study you and, and, and game plan for you, and, they, and by you get to game three, game four, everybody knows your stuff, it's so much more difficult to win. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you got good teams out here with Phoenix <laughs> yeah. and with uh, Golden, Golden State. State. I know they're only 11 and 10, but they were under 500. They're going to figure the it out. The Clippers are still roaming around yeah. out there. Uh, Denver, 13 and 7. Uh, you know, Mem- Memphis uh, has been relatively solid. New Orleans, I know that was a team mm-hmm. that you liked coming into the season. Uh they're gonna yeah they're gonna figure you out in terms of how to defend yeah. you so uh, yeah, i'd like to see a little bit more innovation from jason kidd and his staff 100 percent agree there uh but as for luca 
We say all that to say this. He's also over all of his props. <laughs> over on the points, rebounds, assists, and three-pointers made. And just threw a bullet in the corner through three, through like four different Warriors. I don't know how that pass made it he, through, but it did. He's a hell of a player, man. And and that's why it's easy to buy into this Dallas thing. I'm yeah. not going to buy into it just because yeah. I don't think it can win in the postseason. But I see why people can become tantalized by what mm -hmm. they can do because of what Luka Doncic is able to do. Hell, he might win MVP this year as much as we talk about Giannis. Right. We know the voters are always looking for a new guy to crown. And could be Luka. And, and, and you mentioned JVT earlier. If you read those write-ups every day when he breaks all the NBA games down, mm -hmm. You know, he runs those numbers in terms of like when Lucas on the floor, when he's off the floor, what's their offensive rating, what's their defensive rating in the non-garbage time minutes. And you could see, obviously, with this guy, it's just a nosedive when he goes to the bench. Yeah, and, and if you want to be betting on the NBA, make sure you're checking out JVT's columns every single morning because you'd be a fool not to. He does a lot of great work there. Also, his Hardwood Handicappers podcast as well. Uh, you can subscribe, rate, and review wherever. You get your podcast. Uh, but Steph Curry right now sitting on 26 points. His points prop 27 and a half in this game. But right now the Mavericks have a 106-104 lead over the Golden State Warriors here. And the Golden State plus 120 on the money line. Dallas at minus 150. So we'll uh, keep our eyes on that game. And we'll also be keeping our eyes on what's going on in college basketball. Marquette and Baylor, they're underway in the second half. And it's been much of the same. Here as uh, Marquette has a 67-41 lead, it looks like here, heading into the first TV timeout of the second half. It's been all Golden Eagles, and so far we haven't seen anything that's shown that Baylor yeah. will be able to get back into this basketball Yeah, game. just, I mean, the turnovers really set him behind. I think it was like 16 in the first half. I'm going to look at the box score and see, because we're watching a bunch of different games. Okay, still at 16, <laughs> so they hadn't turned it over yet, but man, you just got yourself in such a hole, and that's why it was very tough for me to uh, uh, go ahead get and, in, uh, yeah. And, and, yeah, and get in on that. It didn't feel right. No, no, it didn't. It didn't uh, feel right. Uh, one, one thing, I, I, an interesting nugget here, this from ESPN Stats and Info. I mentioned coming in, we were talking about the end of that Louisville-Maryland uh, game where Louisville now falls to 0-7 on the year, 22nd-ranked Terps get another win. Entering this season, per ESPN Stats and Info, there has never been a team from the ACC – Big East, Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, or SEC that ever started 0-7 in a college basketball season. We've had two teams do it this year, wow. one being Louisville and the other being Cal Berkeley. So, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and that's not – I mean, I know that seems surprising, but it's like usually, you know, you're going to play some kind of cream puff here mm -hmm. and there. You're going to play somebody that's a bye game that's, you know, 350 in the, in the Ken Bomb or something, but – Louisville's played a couple of those. Look, Louisville lost at home they to Bellarmine. Yeah. They lost at home to Appalachian State. So uh, this is, a, this is a, a tough times for one of the greatest programs in the history of college basketball. Yeah, that's, uh, it's not great over there in Louisville. Also not great at, at Cal Berkeley. But I guess that was kind of expected heading into this mm -hmm. season here. Uh, double overtime, though, is going well for the home team. The Clemson Tigers have a 94-89 lead here. Less than a minute to play in double OT. 53.6 seconds to be exact. The live markets are all off the board here, but it looked like the Nittany Lions were about to go ahead and steal this one and win one for the Big Ten mm -hmm. in the challenge with the ACC. But as long as Clemson makes their free throws, right. one would think they could have closed this game out here at double OT, which also has implications on the spread since the Tigers were laying two. Yeah, yeah, swing game here, uh, obviously, at least early on. Uh, we do have uh, 
couple of these other games in the late session. Uh, Iowa just about to go to half. I'm not. I don't. It hasn't uh, moved up to where I can get a halftime price yet. But 40 to 29, Iowa over George Tech. It is saying the end of the first half. Wake Forest 28-26 over Wisconsin. 2:03 left to go in the first. Mm-hmm. And Michigan after the uh, under 12 timeout, 17 to 15 over Virginia. And then of course we know we've got. A full slate of ACC Big Ten. Oh, you get to watch the uh, Indiana-North Carolina game with uh-huh. me tomorrow. Uh, yeah. And uh, I hope maybe a little pep in Indiana step uh, here. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis, by the way, not totally 100%, but he is going to go. But uh, uh, some old guests, the General and uh, Bob Knight, Randy Whitman, Ted Kitchell, some IU legends were at practice okay. uh, today. So maybe, I don't know. these guys, The young kids don't know who they are, but Mike Woodson <laughs> certainly going to tell them who they yeah. are. They were his teammates and his coaches. So... Man, you got that game. You got Michigan State and Notre Dame. That'll be an interesting game. Uh, Ohio State and Duke, I believe, is one of the early games tomorrow. And then uh, Purdue at Florida State. Boy, that Florida State team, they're bad, too. They're, they're one and bad. six to start. Because that, I was uh, texting with Matt Humans, who's a Purdue alum, about that game. It's like, that's a horrible spot for Purdue. You win that tournament in Portland. You beat West Virginia, Duke, and Gonzaga. And now you play a tomato can. And now you got to go stay on the road and go all the way to Florida from Oregon. Yeah. But you're playing Florida State, so it's like, man, what do I do? The spot's saying Florida State, but they're not good. That might be a pass for me. I don't know if I'm going to get enough to take the Knolls. I would not play that game. Uh, we have a really fun game going on in the NBA right now between the Warriors and the Mavericks. 111-110, Dallas leads it. Less than 90 seconds to play. We'll begin hour number two with that game. If it's still going on, these two teams just trading blows back and forth. Fun contest out there in the Metroplex. Also, the college basketball looks like Clemson will hang on in double OT as they have a five-point lead with 30 seconds to go. Come on back with us. Hour number two coming up next of VSIN Live Bet Tonight. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. 
Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.